Digital Painting of Jesus and the Disciples by John Matthews. A dispute also arose among them as to which of them was considered to be greatest. Jesus said to them, The kings of the Gentiles lord it over them, and those who exercise authority over them call themselves benefactors. But you are not to be like that. Instead, the greatest among you should be like the youngest, and the one who rules like the one who serves. For who is greater, the one who is at the table or the one who serves? Is it not the one who is at the table? But I am among you as one who serves. You are those who have stood by me in my trials. And I confer on you a kingdom, just as my Father conferred one on me, so that you may eat and drink at my table in my kingdom and sit on thrones, judging the twelve tribes of Israel. NIV. Jesus is a different sort of leader. While the kings of his day were concerned with power and using their authority to ensure even more power and privilege, Jesus went about things differently. In a world of patronage where it was necessary for the lower classes to connect with and suck up to the higher classes, Jesus operated by a different system. Jesus, Lord of the universe, King of creation, absolute leader of the church, and ruler over God's realm was and is a servant of the people. Greater than follow my example, even the Son of Man did not come for people to serve Him. He came to serve others and to give His life to save many people. Greater than. Greater than Mark 10:45, Irv. On the surface, striving to be the best might seem noble and good. Yes, working toward being the greatest might motivate us to do all things with excellence. It can solve a lot of problems and issues. On the other hand, it may also result in attitudes and behavior which fosters unhealthy competition and an inordinate focus on becoming the greatest. Think about it. Not everyone can be the greatest. If everyone is, nobody is. This results in lower self-esteem for nearly everybody. And it creates ripe conditions for leadership paranoia in which the greatest is always looking over their shoulder worrying about being toppled from their lofty position. At the least, all this ballyhoo about greatness only takes away from caring for the people who most need our efforts, family members get the shaft from someone with an imbalanced life who is laser-focused on getting to the top and staying there. It's as if a person is living a one-dimensional existence in a three-dimensional world. It won't work. Fortunately, we don't have to live like that. Jesus shows you us a better way. Jesus was present to His disciples. He is present to us in the person of the Holy Spirit. Christ encouraged relational connections and using one's gifts, talents, and abilities for the common good of all people. For Jesus Christ, the dynamics of power and authority are not to be leveraged for personal greatness but for collective uplift. Authority is to be carefully applied for everyone's benefit, including those we think don't deserve it. The disciples understood far too little about the community their leader was trying to build. Judas Iscariot is likely the one disciple who first realized what Jesus was truly up to. The greatest are the least and the least are the greatest. It wasn't what Judas signed up for, so he cut his losses and betrayed Jesus. True exaltation is a gift of grace. The kingdom of God turns on mercy and operates on the economy of grace. It is those who faithfully serve who will sit with Jesus, the ultimate servant, at the table. Peacocks and pretenders will never realize their dream to be the center of attention. In a great twist of irony, those who wish to compete and occupy a high standing will discover they have worked to obtain the lowest rung on the ladder leaning against the wall of Satan's kingdom. Jesus consistently, patiently, and carefully established the kingdom of God on earth. He went about his task in a manner none of us would even consider. He focused on character, not skills, willing hearts, not intelligent brains, new life, not reformed habits. On-the-job orientation involved following Jesus around everywhere. Just shadow Jesus. Here I am washing your feet. Do the same. Here I am being present to and serving the poor, the lonely, the outcast, the moral failure and the lowest of society. 
Do the same. Here I am showing sacrificial self-emptying unconditional love. Do the same. Just shadow me. Do what I do, period. An obsession with greatness will inevitably lead to petty kingdom-building enterprises. Instead, we are to love the neighbor next to us. We make room at the committee table for somebody who looks, acts, and talks different than me. We freely let Jesus live through us, thus, giving the gift of Him to those we encounter. We purposely look for ways to serve underprivileged communities rather than use the people living there in ways to make us look better. Indeed, this following Jesus thing is subversive, even for many professing Christians. What will you do? Go in peace to love and serve the Lord, in the name of Christ. Amen.